LMT is a lens by which you assess all economic understanding. The street is full of corruption. It is baked in to every aspect of our society. 1900s, Lenin was predicting global finance capital would do all the things it's doing today. This is written over 100 years ago. All right, everybody, it is Steve, the Rogue Scholar, and I am preaching to a huge audience of three. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, today is going to be a bit of a free-form Friday. We're going to review some things that have happened. There's like a couple controversies out there that I'm going to just hit straight on. Um, one of them goes back to a video that I did a few weeks back on Richard Wolf. Let's just say this. Richard Wolf went on with Bree Joy. He also went on to Democracy Now. He went all over the place, basically saying a bunch of really, really uneducated comments about how the national debt is and what the debt ceiling is and, and so forth. And, you know, I did a rebuttal video and it was long form here on Real Progressives, Real Progress in Action. It was a long form discussion about this. And really, I, when I did my, uh, let's get ready to grumble at status quo. It was made of both that one, uh, that one video where I discussed Bree and uh, Richard Wolf and democracy now, but it was also the one prior that kind of talked about the MMT lens. Let's be fair. Is there anything less intelligent than someone saying when we implement MMT? So, having to disabuse people of things, having to kind of bring things around. And then the last point that we're going to touch on, and I think this is probably the most important, I'm an activist, okay? And I have goals. I have things that I have chosen to fight for. This organization has chosen together things to fight for. And if you don't like the things we're fighting for, hey, you don't have to follow us. But we're not gatekeepers. We have no meaningful power in the real grand scheme of things, unfortunately. Uh, but there is literal trash out there that tries to say that we're like Westboro Baptists and um, that we're gatekeepers and that we're uh, religious zealots, just subhuman trash, right? Like really, really stupid comments by somebody who is a little jaded, guilt, you know, just not doesn't quite measure up, but has things to say. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. In any event, the idea here is, the idea here is we're going to talk about some fun stuff. And we're going to start with let's get ready to grumble. I got it teed up. Let's go ahead and get started. Now, hopefully you guys can see this well enough. I'm going to go into the actual video and scroll through these comments. And I want you guys to really, really take a moment to look at these comments, I want you to understand why I'm reading this. We have a mixture of uh, hero worship. We have a mixture of people that just don't know or understand. We have a mixture of people that are just trolls. And then we got some genuine questions, people that really want answers. And hats off to everybody in RP that took the time, you people that actually follow through and do something, go over there and support the content, go over there and engage, really appreciate you. That's called activism. That's called support. And that's what we need a hell of a lot more of, okay? 
So for those of you who actually contributed, thank you so much. And before I jump in, I'm going to just thank Catherine here for a super sticker, $5. Really appreciate it. Really, truly appreciate it. All right. So this right here is the Richard Wolf short form. This ends up being about 20 minutes long. Uh, let me make sure it is actually, I think it is not even 20 minutes long. It's like not even 19 minutes long. Okay. But when you go through here, it was Richard Wolf and Brianna Joy Gray both came out talking about the national debt or the debt ceiling and discussing its merits, all while ignoring the economic reality that has been explained to them through MMT. Steve Grumman hosts again in this week's Let's Get Ready to Grumble. And it goes through and he shows, I thought he showed, somewhere down here says what the actual um what the actual link to the real video is but I, i'm going to read you right off the bat my keys to the the discussion and the reason why i'm doing this is because for whatever reason people don't pay attention they see that their hero richard wolf or their friend brie or whoever is being critiqued and rather than have a coherent uh, response, they just simply get up in their field. So here's what I said. I said, key takeaways. The federal government does not borrow its own currency. The federal government does not borrow from corporations. The federal government is the currency issuer and doesn't spend tax dollars. Tax dollars settle reserves and they are extinguished, extinguished deleted, purged, destroyed. They do not fund programs or finance the federal government. Number four, the debt ceiling is an anachronism, means something that no longer matters. It was something from yesterday, days of old. So the debt ceiling is an anachronism and an artificial construct from the gold standard era. It is now a stupid political volleyball that serves no real purpose other than relitigating past spending already committed. Fifth one, faith in the dollar matters precisely. I wanted to say precisely dick, but I said nada. The U.S. government accepts U.S. dollars in payment of taxes and nothing else will settle that obligation. That tax liability anchors the currency. As for FX, as in foreign exchange, countries that do business with the U.S. will take U.S. dollars or not do business with the U.S. If someone doesn't accept it, we either buy it elsewhere or produce it domestically. If for some reason that country has a monopoly on said product, the U.S. or any other country would bring that production home and buy domestically or find a replacement partner to, to get that thing from. Uh, number six, chasing rich person's dollars for funding programs deifies the wealthy and makes them a necessary player to fund social welfare for the country world. We don't need their money or their help. Render them irrelevant and spend directly on the people. Tax the hell out of the rich, but also absolutely never under any circumstances base affordability on tax receipts, deficits, or fake debt. Right there. This is probably the most important line in this whole thing. Okay? Probably the most important point I make in this whole thing right there. Notice that I say tax the hell out of the rich. Notice I'm not saying don't tax them. I'm just merely stating you've got to split taxation away from spending. But unfortunately, we can't get people to do that. I don't know why. It's the most simple thing in the world to do. 
when you understand, when you understand, okay, there's no reason in the world that this should be complicated at this level. This stuff is not hard to understand, okay? And then the last one, it's not the last one, but the last bullet is number seven. If you believe that taxes actually fund a monetarily sovereign currency-issuing nation, you've lost the plot. Same with Social Security. Let me highlight this for you so you can see me what I'm reading. Uh, same with Social Security, which the FICA deduction is more of a scorekeeper than a funding mechanism, as FICA are tallied in the trust fund ledger, but no money exists. All taxes are deleted. All spending is new money creation. Always and forever, 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 you love that, forever, forever at the federal level. The authority to make Social Security payments is legally pointed to the trustees of the Social Security Trust Fund. Okay, that doesn't mean that they have the money. It just means they're able to authorize. It's like a parent slip for a fucking field trip. Does your mother authorize you to go on the trip? Yes, she does. Okay. Unlike other trust funds, like Medicaid and stuff like that, unlike other trust funds, which allow Congress to cover them regardless, Medicare, excuse me, uh, allows Congress to cover them regardless. The Social Security Trust Fund is legally the authorizing agent. No money can be taken from the trust fund because no money is actually in the trust fund. The federal government could choose to make all monies withheld by FICA to be triple or quadruply matched. In other words, rather than saying, hey, the fund is running out of money, they could simply say, hey, every quote unquote dollar that's put in here will match it by seven. It's always new money, period. To save Social Security, we must end the trust fund, eliminate FICA altogether, and retirement and disability payments a, make them a right at a living wage. In other words, why should someone in retirement suddenly go backwards? Why shouldn't they be able to enjoy their last years? Why? And so I say neoliberals believe taxes fund spending. It is the neoliberal playbook from Margaret Thatcher and Ronald Reagan. It is a classist right-wing belief, and it privileges taxpayers, but it is a farce and a way of elevating wealth and status. So let me come back here momentarily. I hope that you see, I, I, I try to educate them. Now, it's up to them to read it. It's up to them to pay attention to it. It's up to them to dislodge their love fest for the national treasure that is Richard Wolf. okay? It is important for people to be thoughtful, to think, to use their brain, okay? Sadly, that is not the standard. That is simply not the standard. So let's go ahead and bring it back up and let's keep going. Wait till you see some of these comments. It's just unbelievable. So I say in here, my only hope is that people are more interested in learning and less interested in defending heroes. Of course. Now let, let's look at this. Steve, just invite Professor Wolf on your show and discuss the national debt. Let's stop right there. 55 likes, the most liked thing. 24 replies. Okay. Let's stop for a second. Let's talk about that. Stephanie Kelton herself has talked to Richard Wolf. 
Paul Sliker, who used to be a podcast uh, host with him, has told him all about this as well. Richard Wolf has had contact after contact with people within the community that have explained to him what the national debt is. Richard Wolf continues to not follow that and continues to say random things. And then when asked about MMT, instead of having the courage of, of his profession to say, hey, go talk to my good, good friend and colleague, Stephanie Kelton. She'll tell you all about it, you know, whatever. He instead tries to bastardize what the MMT community says. And then you get all these trolls that I'm going to show you in the thread here that say random things that have nothing to do with what we're saying. But because Richard Wolf said that about MMT, now they think they know all they need to know about MMT. Now they think they understand it, and it's all butchered up. Let's get back to this. So in here, some nice comments like this one. Mr. Grumbine, you and I have had our difference in the past. But the fact is, I agree with pretty much everything you've said on this channel, as well as some of the macro and cheese episodes I've managed to catch. You're a good guy and your passion for the poor of the earth is engaging. Keep on fighting the good fight. Thank you, Kevin Wayne. And there's Virginia from New York. The idea that full employment causes inflation is very convenient, but that logic we need unemployment to bring inflation down. Hmm. I wonder whose interests are served, right? Rich people, right? Here's another one. Good comment. You're growing on me, Steve. Every time I hear your perspective and passion, it's nice and comforting to see and hear the progressive humanist approach to reality. Being the change is not lonely when the path is already there for all to see. If not, without a little direction, shake up. All right. Then. Jordan needs to invite Stephen and Wolf on at the same time to reach agreements. Uh, it, 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 this is not an issue of us disagreeing. This is a fundamental issue of one of us is speaking about something we know and one of us is speaking about something they don't know. And Richard Wolf, of course, is a Yale-trained, uh, you know, PhD economist, a national treasure. I'm just a dude that wakes up in the morning, goes to work, takes care of kids and freaking tries to not go bankrupt. That's who I am, okay? I do have a couple master's degrees and I am very well trained on the subject, but I don't have the credentials. I'm not a Yale graduate for all the yuck yucks out there. Anyway, we got Mark here. He says, MMT is a description of how currency works from inception to destruction within a monetary system. MMT is not a policy. MMT is politically agnostic and not based on nor subject to opinion. Understanding what MMT describes leads to policy prescription, but whether the policies are good or bad depends on the intent of those empowered to use the system and one's own point of view. All right, Marky Mark, way to go. The national debt is the savings of the people around the world who invest in bonds. Erasing the national debt will wipe out savings around the world. There we go. Here we go. Dude, Bree talks to everyone. I bet she would be thrilled to have you on her show. Well, note I haven't liked that. I've been doing this now for almost 10 years. Everybody knows who I am. They know what I do. They know what angle I come from. I have not had an invitation, and I don't need to have an invitation. This is not about me. I'm happy to do this privately. I don't need, I, I'm not in any way, shape, or form looking 
to be on her show, although I would be on her show because I would like to be able to get the message out to a large audience, and she has a huge audience. But make no mistake about it, I don't get the invite. That doesn't happen. No matter how much I know, no matter what I'm saying, I don't get that invite. So she talks to everyone but people that don't stand for state-by-state Medicare for all and things like that. All right. I enjoy your show. I don't understand MMT, but I'm trying to learn. These are the good comments. You see that? Keep up with the videos explaining MMT. I'm trying to get past the lifetime of propaganda of debt and deficits. I'm not highly educated, but I'm taking it in little by little, letting it marinate in my brain. I'll get there. I just need a little bit more time to process everything. Thank you. See, I love comments like that. I mean, again, I don't do this stuff for my health. I do this stuff because I want to change the world, damn it, you know? And there's a bunch of sub things in there, and I would open them up. Watch this. I want you to read some of these. Good guy, Danny. Danny, if you're out there and you listen to this later, just know I'm calling you out, brother. Good guy. He goes, you don't have to be a highly educated. I'm not highly educated, and I have a good understanding of it. You just have to be motivated to want to learn it. That's what will get you through. My motivation was the 2008 financial crisis, losing my home and pretty much everything. It took being plunged into poverty to finally question the system. It took losing everything to say to myself, things don't work as advertised. Something is seriously wrong here. And understanding of MMT of the masses would stop any president from saying, well, we've run out of money, as Barack Obama said in 2009. This is not about egos and who's right and who's wrong. This is literally about saving lives. That's what it's about. Now here, listen to this. This is what this jackass says. Now we start getting into the douchebaggery, okay? No wonder you didn't understand MMT here. Steve is a preacher, not a teacher. Rambling and babbling, making no points. Anyone like Steve who says he knows the truth and the others don't can be dismissed as charlatan. If I were you, I would stop trying to understand Steve because there's nothing to find except a disturbed psyche. This person right here has literally stolen enough oxygen. Their time above ground has exceeded their useful date. So I come back. A fake account to troll. Shameful. You're a disgraceful troll. You have nothing whatsoever to add other than personal attacks. You're a pathetic person. And yes, I licked my own junk and liked it. Look up the deficit myth by Kelton. Danny, absolutely, the deficit myths must read. It'd be great if they implemented a federal job guarantee. True that. Love to hear a discussion between you and Professor Wolf. I bet it would be fascinating. I'm not so sure. Glad you responded to this, Steve. A lot of people have given me that right there. Richard Wolf has 10 years of schooling from Harvard, Yale, and Stanford. Does not make him infallible. Amen, cat caves. I like and respect you both. Please have a discussion with him or debate. Mm. Matt W. Agreed. Although you're focusing on a minor part of Richard Wolf's contribution to understanding political economy and power relations in society. Now, see, this is the thing. I probably agree with Richard Wolf. On most of the things he brings up, not all of them, but a lot of them. I have a very specific purpose. I'm not trying to trash Professor Wolf. I'm not trying to trash anyone, but I am trying to make sure people break away from the lies, the ignorance that is being said. Okay. It's very important. These are the reasons why we get nowhere. 
says, also, Professor Wolf has a history of adapting and changing his understanding and messaging. I suggest contacting you directly to explain these concepts. Hey, Professor Wolf, my name's Steve Grumbine, and I'm a dude, and I live stream, and let me tell you how you don't understand the national debt. Well, Stephanie Kelton has already done that stuff in her videos and everything else in her writings. My guess is if they didn't get it from his good friend and colleague, Stephanie Kelton, he isn't in getting it from Steve Grumbine, okay? Now, I'm happy to do it, but let's be fair. Here's another one. I wish he would have spent more time breaking down why they were, they were wrong and showing how MMT explains the correct reality. Well, let me just say this. I'm going to break out of here for a second. Let me just say this real quick. The problem, the problem with this is that, again, we had two hours of Rogue Scholar that were combined into a 20-minute short video, okay? So obviously, if you want to go check the tape, go check out the proper ones. I think you'll, you'll see them in our um, past live streams if you go to our channel and go and just look them up, right? Two hours broken down to 20 minutes. Naturally, it's going to miss something, okay? Naturally, it's going to miss something. So anyway, thank you so much, Double K, for the super chat. And looks like there's another chat up here. Chris Garrett, thank you so much. Let's see what he has to say here. He says, how do you respond to MMT for the policymakers, MIC and investor class, rugged checkbook itemization for the rest of us? Oh, boy. That's pretty damn sad and spot on right there, actually. We can talk more about that, Chris. Uh, let me just go through and make sure I didn't miss anything else before I jump back in. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to call you JC, man. Jesus, thank you for the $5 super sticker. Double K, thank you for the $5 super chat. I tend to feel like I am less than awesome, so hearing I'm awesome is a nice feeling. And thank you, Teresa, for the $5 super sticker. Another $19.99 from Double K. Cat, thank you so much. $3 super sticker. Always appreciate that. Danny Wyndham, $10 super chat. Thank you, sir. And another $5 super sticker from Catherine. All right. Let me just go get back to where I'm at here momentarily. Uh, one great comment here. Wolf is of the orthodox. He is there as the acceptable alternative view on economics. It's why Larry Summers prefers him and Henwood to MMT. Exactly. Sad, right? One more thing, and I'm going to get back to it. Wolf is there to scoop up the subculture and run them into neoclassical macro. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. All right. Let's get back to it, gang. So I'm going to scroll through here. Alan, I, I, with all due respect, buddy, this is a quite a, quite a nice comment because I sure hope you're able to explain the federal government doesn't need to borrow money from corporations or China or anyone. Why would they give out these massive tax cuts and then need to borrow money from them? Makes no sense. Anyway, um, here's an issue I'd like to clarify when it comes to conflict between Steve and Wolf. For example, though Steve sometimes makes this is, oh my God, this is such an important, this might be the most important comment in the whole freaking string of thread, okay? And for those state-by-staters out there that think that I just don't like your idea, it's not that. It's that I understand economics. And so I'm, I'm purposely making the case 
in, in a fact-based way and you just don't like it. And that's okay. I'm used to you not liking what I say. All right. Paul Kessler says, here's an issue I'd like clarified when it comes to conflict. Highlight this so it stands out a little bit better. Conflict between Stephen Wolf. There's no conflict, gang. I I'm 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 I take no prisoners. If somebody says something wrong, I bring it out, especially when it comes to economics. That's what I do here. If you don't like it, don't watch it. If you like it and you want to learn, then watch it. I'm not a gatekeeper. I have no power. Anyone that says that literally should take a straight razor to themselves and shave their hair off their arms and cut the moles off their chin. All right. Here is an issue I'd like clarify when it comes to conflict between Steve and Wolf. For example, though Steve sometimes makes the distinction, I don't sometimes, I always make this distinction, between spending at the federal level, which has no limits other than those of basic resources, and the state level. Wolf never makes this distinction. Why do you suppose Wolf never makes that distinction? Why do you suppose Wolf never makes this distinction? Let's talk about this for a minute. Why do you suppose Wolf never makes that distinction? I've told you countless times, there's currency issuers, people that create the currency, currency issuers and currency users. States are currency users. See, see how these people don't understand this? Now he kicks off to this person that pulled this out and showed it, right? But the rest of the people, when they hear, they think I'm just stating a fucking opinion. This is how worthless this movement has become. It's not an opinion. States are not currency issuers, period. That is not a personal opinion. That's not a personal desire. That's not any kind of uh, thing that I think is just some cool thing. It is reality. States are not currency issuers. The federal government is a currency issuer. So when you don't understand that distinction, it makes everything you say pretty stupid because you sound moronic, okay? You don't understand that the states are like many little economies swirling around below the federal government's umbrella. The federal government spends the money into the economy. People take out loans and stuff like that from private banks that fill it up with private debt. But the real money into the economy is spent by the federal government. States have to take out loans. States have to buy bonds. States have to have tax revenues. States have to have a revenue stream into them to produce anything. The federal government, from without, they are able to do it without. They do not require the tax to spend. The tax is there for a totally different purpose. It's like an EQ on a stereo. It's not funding the music. It's just tuning the music. It's making it sound better. Okay, so, all right, let's get back to it. I want to read the rest of this guy's comments, but let me take that back. Let me finish that. Since the states are different than the federal government, that means that all the rules that apply to the states are different than the federal government. That means the states are sitting there like, like a poor person begging for money. They're either taking it from corporate sales or taking it from sales taxes. They're taking it from income taxes. They, they have investments, they have bonds, they have other things like that that bring in revenue. States must have revenue to function. They must have revenue to function, okay? Federal government is not the same animal, okay? It's just not, okay? 
Federal government creates currency, states use currency. Please, if nothing else, learn that the currency issuer creates the currency. Learn that the currency user is dependent on the currency issuer to get money into the economy. If the federal government stops spending, the state's budgets start drying up. The economy starts going into funk, and it usually goes into recession. And then what happens is that everybody takes out a lot of private debt, and you have a certain credit limit. When you hit that credit limit, the economy can't fill back up with more credit because you freaking maxed out. So now all of a sudden everyone is too poor because they're deep in debt to make payments to keep the economy going. So what happens? Recessions, depressions, et cetera. People advocating for state-based policies seem to ignore this. I don't know why. I don't understand it. But I do know that they blame me for it as if it's my opinion. And that's disgraceful. It's disgusting. It's worthless. All right, back to it. So he says, I've heard Wolf talk about the government borrowing from corporations and the rich, but it's possible he's referring to state-level borrowing. No, that's not what Wolf is talking about. He is not talking about that at all. He's talking about at the federal level. He says, after all, when a state, say Pennsylvania, can't fund services with federally issued money, it still has to get the money from somewhere. What it does is it cuts the programs, gang. This is austerity, dude. With all due respect, they buy bonds. They they literally have to raise taxes. They have to do something, okay? So it can't create the money itself because states are not currency issuers. Yes, they're only currency users. So where, do the, where does it get it? Does it get it through taxation at the state level? Yes. Does it get it through borrowing? It buys bonds and things like that, federal bonds, you name it. So yes. And if so, from whom? Maybe Wolf knows the distinction between state-level funding and federal-level funding, but if he does, I've never heard him explain it with any clarity. That's because, um, a Wolf he doesn't understand. And his sycophants think that I'm being mean to him. His sycophants think that I should just keep my mouth shut from the truth and let the lie live its own life, live its best life through them, repeating it. And they tell two friends, and so on, and so on. And so on. And then a guy like me with 40 viewers, 600 views, and after weeks on the YouTube channel, suddenly I'm supposed to make an impact when this man has 500,000 people he just lied to? Very, very hard. And, and believe me, even in the MMT community, most of the people that know how hard we're working here still don't share our shit. So we've got like, it's like a pillow shoved over our head, somebody with a big mole on their chin cackling and sitting there going, you don't deserve anybody right okay anyway some people that have a devastating forehead you want to run with your palm of your hand cup it and go pop, just uh, you know what i'm talking about anyway i know you do god i know you do all right let's get back to it so scrolling through here you have taught me something new steve i'm very pleased to hear that this numero system Dude, we are 200 years too early for human consciousness to comprehend MMT. God, I hope it's not 200 years. We're dead. Not even people who want to understand it can fully implement it into the foundation of their economic thought. To them, it is still a kind of detached concept. True, but unrelatable. 
Keep doing what you're doing, but try not to get frustrated. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's great advice. It's going to be a long, hard slog that will last generations. Cheers to you and the few who are burdened with this knowledge. Amen. So I'm, I think there's probably trolls in here. Let's see. Well, we'll help out. Uh, anyway, Danny, I see you going back and forth. And I sitting there saying uh, some Yep, He's like, you know, Steve, 2,400 views. Maybe there's some thinking going on finally. And I say, Danny, I don't know. Sure, there are some supportive comments, but far too many simply genuflect and hero worship. It makes explaining anything a shit show of personality and credentialism. It's pathetic. Anyway, um, I know that Griscom from TMBS and Left Rec has critiqued his takes on economics before. It deserves to be heard as much as I appreciate Wolf. Thank you. The government, this is Virginia from New York. Uh, the government subsidizes corporations in so many ways. Of course, they don't need to borrow from them. So I enjoy your videos. This one included, wanted to state that up front. I've read Stephanie Kelton's Deficit Myth. That's my introduction to MMT. I tend to agree with MMT as an economic theory. Here's my question. What are your sources for the information you present in this video? You made several passionate assertions, but even the ones I agree with were only presented as assertions. If you could point me to it. So I didn't fully understand what she was saying. I thought she was actually busting my chops, but I said, hey, Professor Gray, Kelton, Law, Warren Moser, 10 years plus specific advocacy, 210 one-hour episodes, macro and cheese with experts, practitioners, and academics. And she says, pardon me if I was unclear. Thank you so much for indication of your sources, blah, blah, blah. And I came back and I gave her some really important links. So if you go out there, you can find them. And there's Danny. Let me like your comment there. It is exhausting with these people to correct. It's absolutely true. Thank you, Steve. You are welcome. Double K, going to get the fact-based truth about economics and how it affects our economy. The way things are now need not to be the way that things will be. I couldn't agree with you more, Mr. Stavros. Um, invite Richard Wolf onto the show. Okay. I normally don't comment on economics, MMT, GDP, et cetera, shit like that. I'm humble enough to admit that I have a hard time grasping the entirety of how our money gets made, replaced, distributed. I have an interest in better understanding the subject, so I try to listen as much as I can. And technically, I do listen a fair amount. My problem is I'm always multitasking. I never get a chance to sit down, listen, and maybe take some notes. Always busy fulfilling other obligations while I listen. Therefore, I'm unable to give the topic my full attention. But I have heard some econo economists talk, Robert Reich, Paul Krugman, and of late Richard Wolf. I've never even heard conservative Stephen Moore give his true sense. You, Grumbine, you're the first I've heard speak outside the box on this issue. As always, I don't fully grasp what you're saying. I'm having a hard time understanding how the, what, how what say happens happens. But I'm certainly interested in hearing more. Richard Wolf saying our government borrows from corporations. I did hear him say that to Brianna Joy Gray on her Bad Faith podcast. And that's a new one to me. Never heard anyone make that claim before. Bottom line, I'm more confused now. I hope BJG invites you over. Probably not going to happen. So I can hear your side too more extensively. Would love to have that happen. Um, alas, I, I'm not sure I have the right politics for it. Um, I like Mr. Wolf. He's awesome and an expert on the history of socialism, communism, and a great critic of capitalism. But yeah, 
he gets things wrong sometimes, but I've heard him say the MMP people are pretty much correct or something close to it. Well, I hope he keeps thinking that way. Alan, thank you so much. Kudos status coup. Yes, MMT is the lens. MMT explains money creation accurately. Thank you, Carlos. He needs to debate Professor Wolf. I'm telling you, there's no good that would come from it. Happy to do it, but it's not a debate. It's not my opinion, right? That's the thing. Um, I'm going to skip some of these here because I think they're, especially that one's just way too long. Um, it, it, this may be very, very good too, but I'm just, just too long. Steve, I saw that show, was amazed how supposedly smart people could be so stupid. I look forward to seeing you on Brianna Joy's show, Bad Faith. Well, I'd love to be invited. It hasn't happened. The reason you need taxes is not so much to finance spending, which as you are always tireless repeating, can be done with deficit spending by any government with real fiscal sovereignty. But you still need taxes in order to rein in the power of the oligarchs, divert resources, of society towards their own egomaniacal and pharaonic obsessions via their standard buy, borrow, die tactics, the 1% own private version of MMT and the concomitant power it affords to subvert democratic governance in the process. Don't disagree with that at all. Anyway, you come on through here. These are the good ones, right? But um, they start getting crazier down here. And I'm going to just scroll down to where the where it gets gross. Um, let me guess. The Church of MMT is at it again. Let me give that the down vote that it deserves. Let's see. Let me guess. You're from the Church of Monetarists and Austrians. Yes, Henry Gustav, way to go. Having an analytical framework that goes against the mainstream orthodoxy is often labeled as religious. It's patronizing and dismissive. Go for it, VA from New York. If MMT is accurate, it leads to insights and possibilities that are revolutionary. Of course, you must attack it to protect the status quo. Henry Gustav, that was priceless. Danny, no, MMT is not a church nor a religion. Religions are based on myths. MMT is about dispelling myths and doing away with way to go. VA, it's not revolutionary. It's a description of money works and has some implication for Keynesian. I don't even disagree with it in principle. Oh, this is good. I love when this stuff happens. Listen. My problem is MMT evangelists will jump into every economic discussion and talk about it like a panacea to whatever issue we're talking about. And that anyone who doesn't talk about 24-7, it's wrong about economics. They will ignore any limitations to public implications, demonstrable inflation, because to them it's a revelatory miracle that government doesn't directly fund spending with taxes. That's why I was able to guess that the video would be about MMT before the video was even posted. The rhetoric is predictable and exhausting. Hey, yo, letter. Fuck you. Uh, who? The, her. There you go. A uh, who? Zahar. Nothing more to say to that. All right. So getting back out of this. There's more up here from the standard model. MMT doesn't fit very well. And there are a lot of banks, investors, investment companies that make money with the standard model. Whatevs, dude. Read Zoltan Pozar. Okay. Dude's been an economist for 40 years. How old are you? This is the kind of worthless comment you can expect. That's it. I'm unsubscribing. Way to not address the main points. Talk about the petrodollar. 
and other countries possibly not willing to continue to keep buying American in the near future. I think the U.S. dollar loses half its value at minimum when it happens. And given all the regime change, look at this, loses its value. I think U.S. government loses what? Money is a claim on GDP or energy. We can print more because we're always increasing our energy production. If we don't, then creating more money will cause inflation or hyperinflation, man. I'm teaching you, do God of whiskey. MMT seems just as fictitious as classic economics. Resources are finite. Energy is not infinite. And people can make only so much. All right. I mean, for real. For real. If you look at macaron cheese, not only have I had Jason Hickel on discussing degrowth, okay, but I've had Fadal Kaboob coming on talking about these things as well. And I've had many other economists like Phil Lawn, tons of commentary about the environment and tons of commentary about the, the world and the resources and, and literally how they are scarce. They're the scarce thing, not the money. But leave it to somebody to act like I didn't say that because you had a 20-minute snippet. They just want to get their fecal matter and throw it at the throw it at the TV. You know what I mean? And it's a shame. It's a shame because the reality is, is that we agree. But he didn't want to take the time to get to know my position. He just wanted to throw things at the screen, whatever, right? He wanted to go full, what is her name? Marjorie Taylor Greene? You know, something like that, whatever. Fine, no problem. Let's, let's get back to this thing. So, shitting on Richard Wolf, that's a game breaker. Likely won't be able to watch your content. Let's see who replied back. Thank you. Did you actually take the time to understand why he's critiquing Wolf? Wolf, for all his good points about Workakov's democracy in the workplace, is not infallible and leaves a lot to be desired when it comes to understanding macro. Yeah. No one is shitting on Professor Wolf. However, his understanding of federal finance is seriously flawed. With that flawed understanding, he is stifling the very progress that he's promoting. I myself watch the professor all the time, but I criticize him when he gets it wrong. It's important. Without a proper understanding, a federal finance or, or learning MMT, every idea that Professor Wolf is promoting will never happen. Let me give that a good like. Wolf does two things. Criticize capitalism and promote worker cooperatives in a post-capitalist world. Grumbine cannot touch his body of work. Jeez, oh gee, you think this volunteer, volunteer, unpaid activist that just schooled your homie can't touch his Ivy League. <laughs> Body of work. Wow. I guess you owned me, Kimosabi. Coolio. Now he's a Coolio. He's not a Kimosabi. He's Coolio. Anyway, so we can go through this. Richard Wolf is greater than this capitalism apologist. Look at that. 
what kind of trash lefty news? Go fuck yourself in your ear hole. I mean, seriously. What a weird comment. I would agree Wolf is superior to a capitalist apologist, but the qualifier of this suggests you mean Steve Grumbine, who identifies as a socialist. If I had an attach a label to Grumbine, it would be Leninist. Of all the Marxists he studies, he seems most drawn to Lenin. You got it, girl. I fail to see how Steve is a capitalism apologist. He understands Marx, Engels, Lenin, et cetera, better than most. Damn. So right. Let's make sure we downvote that shit. Idiot. Anyway, MMT is better than the current orthodoxy of money creation, but it's not perfect. For the record, Wolf is not the person to listen to on money. Michael Hudson is. MMT claims that bond sales are not needed for the Treasury to spend, yet it accepts the fact that those bond sales will continue. It has to. The global reserve currency, oh, God, is the dollar. I don't even think I have the. The, the whatever to, to read the rest. Second bone of contention is the MMT does not recognize that money creation inside the U.S. domestic economy is done via commercial bank lending. You're exactly right. It doesn't. Not through fiscal spending. Fucking A right. That's, that's your misunderstanding, dude. That's your misunderstanding right there. Richard Werner. Oh, my God. Fuck that. Jesus Christ. This guy is like a, a creature from Jekyll Isle, dude. And I just can't even i just can't even i mean there's things each of these people bring to the table that is valuable but listen to this the real issue for human race is ownership not money handouts we the people who do the work should own the property oh god as if uh, thank you for the lecture i don't know whether like it or lump it i'm just going to leave it alone let's see what people said back to him second bone of contention mmt does not recognize wrong you need to read more mmt exactly Henry Gustav, actually, you're wrong. The money that enters the economy from deficit spending via bond sales. Idiot. Jesus Christ. Anyway, we could go through this ad nauseum. So I'm going to literally free your mind of this, but I do want you to go back in there and check these things out. Look at these comments throughout. Grumbine, legit as fuck. This guy said a lot without really saying anything. He just sounds like an angry dude on the internet, the II internet. Good deal, man. And he's got nine likes for that trash comment. Uh, I hear you, but don't speak for me and anyone else. I gained a lot from the video. The most important piece being the government doesn't borrow from corporations. Anyway, that said, there's so many more. Calling yourself a progressive doesn't make you one. The Dark Knight Returns. What waffle? I don't know what that means, but there you go. You get a down vote. Concerned, why are you bitter towards a good man? Outright bitterness. He's not the enemy. Okay, down. Down vote, down vote. Thank you, Blackberry White. Because Wolf has a huge following and a lot of leftists fall for what he says, hook, line, and sinker. To his credit, it's really good. Okay, you've read that. Richard Wolf is a fine microeconomist. He gets great at worker co-ops. I like it, blah, blah, blah. Okay. That doesn't make him a bad person, but he is seen as an authority figure in economics. People listen to him. When he gets the role of taxation wrong, it makes a big difference. It makes a huge difference. Sorry, guys. While you want to argue intellectual minutia, we could be arguing potential stuff that might actually pass state houses like UBI. Look at this. <laughs> Let me downvote that appropriately. 
Save social equivalent for the university laptop class, the comfortable. Meanwhile, people are homeless and dying, et cetera. I, I, see, I see that. And I just, all I want to do is say, have, can you take the fucking cotton out of your ears and put it in your effing mouth? About half or more of this was trash talk. I've preferred it was constructively made with specific point, use specific references from Wolf and laid a vision for the future. Whatever. You, I'm not even going to say anything. I don't like grumble. He said I was trying to kill his kids. I no longer listen to him. What Wolf gets wrong is glaringly uh, obvious anyway. Whatever. I don't know you, so there you go. Oh, yes, I do know. This is somebody who was telling me that kids in school shouldn't wear masks. Fuck off. Status quo interviews Richard Wolf all the time. Are you disconnected? Sadly, in some ways. I can't with Bree. I don't know why. My guy, you're you're really suggesting that Wolf doesn't understand MMT, really? Yes, that's exactly my guy. My guy, that's exactly what I'm saying. My guy. My guy, it's exactly what I'm saying. We like Mark's comments here. Thank you so much for standing up for me in there. All I know is MMT says you can't fight for M4A at the state level. That's good enough reason for me to be anti-MMT. Look at that trash. Folks, look at that trash right there. All I know is MMT says you can't fight for M4A at the state level. That's good enough reason for me to be anti-MMT. Folks, what kind of human being says something like that? Seriously. What kind of human being says something like that? It's disgusting. Let's see what people said back to him now. MMT says nothing of the sort. MMT is just currency analysis. That said, the economics behind state-based healthcare are inherently flawed. Since states are currency users and most states are in the red, they can't afford it. There is also the issue of the race to the bottom. States where implement healthcare, it would cause rich folks and businesses to pack up and leave the state with lower tax rates and droves, thus passing the cost on to the poor and the middle class. Exactly. Richard, Jonathan Cadman. Yeah, dude. It's a state-based process flawed. MMT is just the explanation of how things work. It's not something you're for or against. It just is what is. It says that due to the nature of what single-payer healthcare is supposed to be, and that's deflationary, not tax-funded at the state level, the chances of taxes going up is 90%. It thrives of off Med Part D. It doesn't have that, then it would survive on premiums, then it becomes no better than an insurance company. That's exactly right. Anyway, he panders to be on her shows, attacks Wolf's popularity while not listening to the multitude of videos he's done on MMT. Well, downlink. Uh, and excuses the excesses of the system while not talking about the rampant greed which twists the system he's grumbine talking about. What the fuck? Do these, when people say something like that, when, oh, let's stop. Let's stop that for just a second. Hold on. When someone misrepresents you, What do you think you should do? What, what do you think should be done? I mean, seriously, I don't mind being wrong. Somebody corrects me if they're actually correcting me. I'm thrilled to be corrected. But if they're just misrepresenting me, what do you think you should do with that kind of libel? What do you think you should do with that kind of misrepresentation? I mean, that's the shit that really pisses me off. It really pisses me off. But let's let's go ahead and read some more of this trash here. 
multitude of videos he's done on MMTA and excuses the excess of the system while not talking about the rampant greed and twist the system he's Grumbine's talking about to the detriment of the people. Seriously, who needs credentials when you have an opinion, right? Look at this trash. 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 And I went to your website, saw your degrees, but where is your published work? Your name doesn't even come up in Google Scholar. I would love to read some of your peer-reviewed papers. Look at this credentialism and uh, appeals to authority. Isn't it funny that I can find this stuff and not yours, his stuff and not yours? All I'm hearing is someone thirsty for attention with an opinion, mad that they're not being praised. This guy, Tiberius BSD, you are a waste of a sperm and an egg. That's it. The motel, the, the $55 motel you were probably born in probably should have been used as the sheets that they throw away that everybody lays on that are filthy and dirty. You should have probably been in the wash with that. This is ridiculous. Isn't it funny that I can find his stuff and not yours? All I'm hearing is someone thirsty for attention with an opinion mad that they're not being praised. People with opinions also thought crypto was a good idea too. Look at this jackass. You ending is something that sounds like recruitment. You are right about one thing. Everybody today is different. We need to start thinking about a different approach and recognize that the roadblocks are institutions themselves instead of engaging the person you're lambasting and working as allies to create an intellectual path forward. You divide and conquer. It's the oldest trick in the book for non-change movement. And it looks like in over half of the comments here, others see it too. But I'm sure you're a nice guy. Grumbine is right. He presents facts, not opinions. He doesn't need to have peer-reviewed papers to be correct. The work he supports and brings to the public and his live streams and podcasts is from PhD economists who do publish their work. His frustration is not about getting attention. It's about false information being lauded because some dude went to Yale, so he must know everything and never be questioned. Platforming wrong information is perpetuating the neoliberal lies we need to help people see. And Blackberry White, thank you, sir. Steve is as Marxist as they come. He's done tons of macro cheese episodes and the Rogue Scholar episodes. Find them on our Real Progress in Action YouTube channel, on Class Struggle, and why things aren't happening the way we on the left want them to. He's a strong advocate for marrying Marxist theory with MMT. I suggest you listen to them instead of judging him on one 19-minute video. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway. Oh, here. Definition of a cult, a misplaced or excessive admiration for a particular person or thing. MMT is a cult of personality surrounding the leaders. Jesus Christ. You're describing the behavior. All the people who take everything Wolf says is fact without question. That is cultist sycophantic behavior. Danny White, very well said. You nailed it. Exactly. Jeez, it's this kind of trash. Nothing was explained, but many words were flung far and wide. I feel like you're selling me a vacuum cleaner. Okay. Anyway, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and stop sharing my screen. I just get so disgusted. So disgusted. Because what I'm talking about, if I created it, it'd be fine. I didn't create it. The MMT development team created their works, their books, their everything is all out there to find. Um, don't you like how worthless sacks of shit punch down? They don't punch at Richard Wolf up because this is a guy's institution, a national treasure. 
He's a Yale guy. He's an Ivy leaguer. And here's some guy, a socialist YouTuber that doesn't get paid, who's sitting here fucking trying to create nonprofits in his spare time, as opposed to like going and getting another job that I could go out there and be a capitalist, but I'm not. I'm trying to educate people because I want the changes to happen. But instead, it's like nonstop attacks. This is the kind of pathetic nature that this movement has just succumbed to. Okay. So when you want to learn something, go check it out. If I reference sources, fine. Go check them out. Make sure I'm not telling a lie. But when you see this hero worship, you know how lost people are. And that, unfortunately, my friends, is what masquerades as solidarity. You're supposed to be dumb and blind and deaf to follow. You know, what you need is someone strong to guide you. I, it's just ridiculous. So I want to make sure that you all understand that in the end, if I say something wrong, I get something wrong. I am a lay person trying desperately to convey very complex subjects to you at a level at which regular people that are not planning to become economists can understand. If you think somehow or another, my critiquing Richard Wolf, because I don't have a PhD, I only have two master's degrees, somehow or another is beyond the pale. Wait till you see when I start doing it on a weekly basis. Wait till you see me pulling people's economic videos and doing reaction videos with another economist. Wait till you start seeing me do this on the regular, okay? Because I'm, it's about time to start ripping down strongholds, destroying the old gods, creating the new gods, and building a future that we can actually embrace in truth. I'm tired, I'm sick, I'm disgusted by the hero worship you got to see in there. It's disgraceful, it's shameful, and there's no excuse for it. With that, folks, I am Steve Grumbine, and I am the fuck. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to support our efforts, please take a moment to subscribe and check out our other work on the Real Progress in Action YouTube channel and visit our sister organization's website at realprogressives.org.